two locks and a cox. From Devon's Radio X with Exeter Chiefs. Don't miss the match against Glasgow Warriors in the Champions Cup on Saturday the 13th of January. Book your tickets today at tickethub.exeterchiefs.co.uk Welcome to episode 21 of Two Locks and a Cox with myself Chris Bentley, no Sarah Cox and the Badger of Rugby Union Ian Dunstan. Welcome to 2024. Let's get down to it. On the field, wins for the Chiefs men and women. Off the field, potential England bolters from the Exeter Chiefs squad and in the bin, my rant about the jackal. Two Locks and a Cox. From Dylan's Radio X. Ian, it's me and the Sarah is doing something far more important on a rugby field right now. It's amazing, isn't it? She's uh, having to work a Wednesday. Wednesday's a normal day off, which is why we do the pod that day. It's the only day they get off as a ref. And now she's uh, on a rugby pitch and we don't know what we're doing. It's top secret. Yeah, she wouldn't tell us, would she? No, I think, I reckon it's what's a forward, what's a forward pass or not. Oh, well, yeah, the, the, the Harlequins game was ridiculous. That, there were it? a few, weren't there? I mean, I know we're looking on television, uh, we're looking with the camera angle, and we're doing all of that stuff, but there were a few uh, questionable, you like that. So, yeah, it's what is South African flat and what's actually forward. Well, yeah, but there was, uh, for everyone that saw the big game, um, there was the, the, the Harlequins scored a try where, no, it was Gloucester scored a try. It was a worldy of a try. Ackerman forward doing a kick. Uh, the scrum half's running backwards, throws the pass and keeps running backwards so it looked forward. That pass was fine. I thought yeah. Ackerman's final pass could have been forward. But it's the way the hands, it's momentum, it's all sorts of weird stuff, isn't it? So It's like physics. Yeah, so you're talking about tries. I'm I'm trying something new. So right. lots of people I know who are weak are doing dry January. Yeah. I'm doing try January. Oh, it's try January. It's where you try three pubs that you'd normally walk past. You go in and have a pint in them to support the hospitality industry. Is that every day? No. Three pubs a day, try January. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say he's going to score. I'm going to score a few tries with this, but yeah, try January. So oh, so you're going to try through. I, I, to be honest with you, I, I start, opened my Twitter this morning, and there was a bloke I've never heard of on my feed, and he was announcing the closing of his restaurant and how hospitality is getting absolutely battered at the mo. Um, and I think that there is a definite point of dry January. Yeah, it's really virtuous, but go to venues and and drink lemonade and and have nice food instead because the, the hospitality industry needs us to be there, and it's way more fun. It is, you know, it is, but then how do you know when someone's doing dry January? Because they tell you. Correct. It's like vegans and CrossFit. And people who drive Teslas. Yeah, oh God, yeah. <laughs> you're the same. A Tesla. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So, anyway, I want to come back to the fact that you're a badger because you've got all known diseases. So, what's going on? You're still oh, poorly. no. Yeah, so I had a cough on the, the last pod about the 20th and yeah. three weeks, and wife said, Ring the doctor. So, I rang the doctor. He said, Oh, you better come in if you've had it for all this time. So, really great service from yeah. Claremont in uh, Exmouth, straight in. Uh, that day that morning couple of hours and he went in did chess did this did that and said yeah you've just got a cold man up honestly well man per person up 2024 mate yeah he didn't actually say that but that's what it felt like yeah that's what it felt like to you yeah. You're, you can say that because that's the world you occupy exactly. and if someone's upset then I'll yeah. bunch of them okay fair yeah. enough. although you've been picking fights everywhere I've seen on the Facebook group the XTG's Facebook group you've been um Caused a bit of consternation. Well, I have, yeah. It was just really annoying, wasn't it? Everyone chopping off at the referee and doing all of this. They've had a couple of baby shams and it's there. And then, yeah, one particular bloke saw real umbrage with it. He said, uh, you were uh, used to slate referees all the time on, on Facebook. And I said, yeah, I did. But uh, people change and I've changed. And having sat with Tom Foley and with Sarah and looking at other things and with Wayne Barnes retiring with this sort of thing, we learn and we evolve as people, even old dinosaurs like me. Yeah, so it, it's an important... Do you know what? It's an important one that you can have an opinion and then you can go, do you know what? 
my opinion has changed. Yes. And so many people are like, well, you said this. Yeah, I did. And then I've changed my mind. I did. I probably said, you know, it's amazing that Carl Dixon can get around the pitch with his guide dog um, <laughs> uh, in the past because, you know, he, he I wasn't... Didn't, I didn't see this game. Was Dixon really bad No, he wasn't. He, so, Carl, I did, I've not... I've had... This is, this is Bath versus Leicester and this everyone year. was just kicking... It. So, Bath, technically, Bath had sent what looked like a second team. They did send a second gun, team. Sold out stadium. There's yes. a bit of a kickoff about moving your squad around. But either way, that's what happened. And it would appear that Bath actually played better than expected, but Dixon buried them, if you believe what you read online. No, and that's not true at all. Bath were woeful. They were they were really bad. As uh, they they Leicester just had power play the whole time, and um, the the penalties were fairly even. But we we had the same with people in the Chiefs game versus Bears who were um, slating Ridley for things. It's like no, Ridley was Ridley was just really sharp on yes. bodies in the ruck, and there's yes. a few that I thought were, were were tough calls both ways. That if you got but he was you consistent. Tack- Correct, he was. Although we got very fortunate, the final try, um, I felt they had a turnover penalty. But- We'll talk, um, we'll talk about it when we talk about the game with those okay. things. But it, it was about that. And it was, I just saw another one and another one, another one. And it's just like, you know, it's a really easy thing for everyone to keep going on about the referees. And there were people coming then, on saying... But Ian, let's not. Let's just talk about the festive period. Let's take it back. Before we get into the rugby, how was your festive break? How was your Winterval? It was... It was good. It was really good. It was at home with the family, with the people I care about. Um, I cooked lots of nice food for people. I did have a couple of snack accidents. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my wife banished me to the cave because I was coughing so much. So I've been sleeping over there and she's been in the house. Right. Um, but I don't mind that. There's no dogs and no other things to annoy me. And I can sleep really well. And you, I you, also, you also parented me through Christmas Day. I did. Yeah. So I, 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 I spent a lot of money on a big joint of beef and was nervous about how to do it and cooked it in the barbecue and it was an absolute triumph. There you go. See? Absolute triumph. And I will I will I've no sponsorship, there's no benefit to this. Get yourself a meter. The the the, the thing you serve in your meat, it's called a meter and, and you can cook your meat. Oh my gosh. Like it's revolutionized my life. I told you it would do, didn't I? So yeah, do everyone, this, do that. Everyone in the house was laughing at me because I I got a, I got a little bit embarrassed. You know when you you say to someone I'll, I'll come and buy the food from you and I went to a, a venue that was a bit more expensive than I would have afforded and then when he told me the price and I was like, "Okay, I'll buy this." I bought it and then I was like really embarrassed. But then I managed to cook the best joint of beef that ever cooked by a Bentley. Which you would do in your Camado barbecue. In my, it was Sorry, a pit boss. It's, it's a pit boss. boss. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. Yeah. yeah, you gave it to me. <laughs> I did give it to you. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, 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 but anyway, that was a magnificent bit of barbecuing. So you've had a nice, restful period and you're ready for 2024. Anyway. I am. I haven't and, gone and back to work yet. Try January. I haven't gone back to work yet. I, I, uh, just before I thought, I'm always ill over Christmas because I stop. So I'm just going to book the extra few days afterwards. So I've got a few more days till I go back. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, but I'll, I'll make Chrissy White, Eddie. Well, is he taking the mick when he said he had three oh, months I off? don't know. No. You can never tell with Chrissy White. You can't. Can you? No, no what's exactly that. The boy. Uh, so it was nice. And Brad, the rugby god, did you have a nice time? It was very good. It was, um, yeah, quite tame. Okay. Compared to others. Previous ones. Did you watch any rugby? No. You, okay, you could have lied. No one would have known. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. Good. <laughs> well done. <laughs> OK, well, speaking of rugby, let's get on to the, the rugby at hand. Uh, first and foremost, we're going back a fortnight. Exeter Chiefs women, they beat Loughborough Lightning uh, 19-27. They had two girls in the bin towards the end. And I, I'm taking exception with um, the match report because it would appear when you look at the team list. I didn't see the game, but I, I've read the report. The Chiefs only had nine women playing um, on, the, on, the team, on the team that played. They've only got nine actual players. So I think they must have pressed press list the report without putting the back line in. It was slightly weird, wasn't it, that one? Yeah, well, do you know what was great was seeing the return of Hope Rogers, who I maintain is the best prop in the um, in the women's game, full stop. I think she's amazing. She can scrummage, but she also plays amazingly around the field. And carries, yeah. Like, 
absolutely. And, and the interesting thing for the Chiefs is, is the performance of Linda van der Velden and Nicola Friday keeping the co-captain Poppy Leach on the bench. Which is, uh, yeah, some some testament for their form, isn't it? I should say and, so. And I think players should always be picked on form. Just because you've done something in the past, you have to, and I'm sure Rob Bax is good at this as well, you have to work your way back into a team. Oh, no, uh, but Poppy, uh, Poppy's the, been in the team. It's, it's just, uh, Linda's been, she, she's the, for me, she's an out-and-out out second row. She's doing the do. And then Friday can sometimes play in the back row as well. But they've kept Poppy on the bench. They've, they've put her onto the bench. And so she's co-captaining from the bench, which I think, I, I'm not a big fan of co-captains. Why not? Tell me why. Because you should have a captain. And I've, I've really enjoyed seeing Leinster. Uh, James Ryan is the co-captain. And the referees on two occasions said, I'm not talking to you. I'm only talking to the co-captain. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> you, could, you could feasibly go into a game and say, right, everyone's a co-captain. No, they're not. You have a captain. So, Yeah, so it's like two captains or assistant captain or whatever yeah. captain. But the Chiefs women running well, second in the league, um, three points behind Saracens, although you would say Gloucester, when they take their game in hand, will probably put Chiefs into third. But they're running well. Uh, but, but for that, it was a tough loss at home to Gloucester. Um, they're, they're well positioned. And looking at the league already, you're seeing three horses running away. Saracens, Chiefs and Gloucester, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the, the, the league's fairly sort of been fairly stableish isn't it with Leicester the new people in they've won they've won a game Quinn's sort of following them up who have shown no form this year at all despite no. despite the players and the signings and their history well I, I had a rumour that they'd signed a player from Australia came along she played a few games and got um, very upset and flew home yeah packed bags disappeared yeah um, but, but you you would have expected more from Harlequin's women they've, they've got a decent team mm. and again Gloucester just absolutely Gloucester wiped the floor with them in the game that was at um, Twickenham um, and then, and then, once the game was won, Gloucester sort of eased off a bit and let them score a few. But it was wasn't good viewing. Wasn't Although good it was a record club crowd for a women's game ever in history of time. They've announced sixteen thousand, which is great. You know, they're starting to pull those numbers in. Uh, and I think over this Christmas break, the rugby numbers have been up absolutely everywhere. Yes, which has been really Wasn't good. It? In Wales, they had to bring a lorry in for a, well, to no, make a stand. No, no, as, as badly reporting, it was a lorry for um, a, a, a musical act before the game as a stage, and then a few people just decided it was raining so heavily they'd jump into it. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. No, I know, but it's caused all sorts of consternation. I've got a rugby dinner at the end of at the beginning of next month with John Barkley, and he's been absolutely battered on Twitter. So is that John Barkley, John Bentley, and at at um, Winslade Manor, Manor yeah, on yeah. February the February the second, first. February the first, yeah, end dry January in style. If anyone so, wants to, Chris at nwclub.co.uk, drop me a line. That'd be great. Brilliant. I'll be there. <laughs> Okay. So we got Saracens top of the table there with a big points difference, and that's where you see it. Sort of, you know, first to fourth have got positive, fifth onwards have all got negative points difference. Mm. But the Saracens, I mean, 171 points difference as opposed to Chiefs 61. Oh, what league table have you got? I got the England rugby one. It's not as good as yours. Have you not? No. Oh, there you go. Where have you? Where have you you've just gone? You just googled it and found it. Your just, Google's better than mine. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm a techn technological geek, aren't I? Okay. So, well, Chiefs women are playing this Sunday. Ealing Trailfinders women. That's going to be an interesting one for them. I at think Sandy that, Park. Yeah, Charlie. Will it's Charlie Willett or Wicket? I always get it wrong. She's Willett. A, Charlie Willett is that she'll be coming back to play with her Ealing team. But I fancy Chiefs will see them off. And then there's a massive game on Saturday the 13th when they go to away to Saracens women. And that that's going to be important that, if that Chiefs is, going to stay in touch with the top two. That is the game. The Saracens game. Saracens unbeaten. Big try difference. Um, big score plus. Yeah, Saracens game is going to be their big test that they need to be working up for. I think so. I don't know whether they'll rest players. How they? How? How will they sort of? What's your take? So we go on then. So the, the, again, let, I, I, I'll comment on the Bath versus Leicester game. Bath rested a lot of their gun players. What do you think about this whole resting of players? 
I think it's uh, squad management and it's fine. You, you, I know that Rob and uh, the, you know the whole Chiefs team for a very long time have put um, games into groups of games and they want to achieve a certain number of points from those games. Uh, you've talked in the past about going somewhere and just coming back with a bonus point as being a good thing. It's an away game, they're a very tough side. You come away with a bonus point, that's good. So they want from a set of four games, they want to get... 12 points or yeah. something like that. So, you yeah. know, win a couple of bonus points, losing bonus points, whatever else to draw. Um, and obviously, they said Lee um, uh, Blackett, who've got a lot of time for, ex Wasp coach and everything. I'm really, Beaker. really. I toured uh, Argentina with him. Really, really. Really nice guy, you know, real honest, proper rugby man, isn't yeah. he? Um, uh, and he said before, he said, you know, we targeted this game, could have told you this squad was going to be there from a long time ago. Mm hmm. They may not have expected the success that they've had quite as much as they had. They maybe knew that, you know, the million reasons that they'd be a lot better than they were last year. Yeah. Um, uh, but they didn't say so that they chose that a long time ago. And I think he also said that all those players have played in the last six weeks, but not all on the pitch at the same time. See, I, see this, this for me, this is my theory. When you see the top teams that are really doing well, they move their squad in a more subtle way. So you look at the Chiefs, the front row are always moving round, he'll move the half-backs around, or certainly the scrum half, and he's, he's spelling players that are in attritional positions. Russ Tuima, Lewis Pearson sharing the... And, and Ethan Sa Roots. Saracens yep. used to be absolutely brilliant at this back in the day, and I think Chiefs are doing it, whereas when you do the wholesale change, you create schisms in your squad. Yep. It might work in the short term, but in the long term you're going to cause problems. Whereas when you've got the subtle change, it's just moving around, just, just little bits and bobs, uh, that's a much better way to be. And you're also allowing players to get exposure with the, the best of your team. So you might move like three players are moved out, three players move in, so, so that they're sort of fringe players, but they're with 12 other super players. So, so your level is going to be raised rather than go, right, we're going to put all the mixed veg in at once. <laughs> That's a really harsh way of saying it. Well, but, I used to be in the mixed veg. Well, so I, I know it. you did, yeah, exactly that. But uh, yeah, and, and that's what they chose to do, wasn't it? Rest a load of people, yeah. let these young lads go out, discover themselves, discover each other. They didn't do a bad job in the in the game. Mm -hmm. they, they, they weren't great, but that's because they were against a very battered and bruised Leicester from a trip to Sandy Park where they looked they absolutely battered, budget. Well, we can, we can talk briefly. So we'll talk briefly about the Chiefs-Leicester game. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I was expecting it to be a really boring kick fest and Chiefs just battered them. In, in, incredible. And it, it, it wasn't a second-rate Leicester side. That was full gun, everything. It was Leic Leicester had rested their, their, their guys in Europe to come to play against Chiefs. Yep. Chiefs. And Chiefs had just beaten Toulon and Munster. And you're going, hang on a minute. This, this Chiefs now are starting to look like the real deal. Aren't they just? And then, and then let's fast forward. Let's segue across. We say segue far too often on this podcast. I don't say. So it. many people on podcast. Yeah, Coxie does especially. I'm it's saying it, it's in memory of Coxie. He was in a field at the moment in the yeah. pouring rain. Um, Chiefs played Bristol at Bristol. Yes. Massive crowd. Yeah, pumped them. Yeah. How good was that? It was fantastic. We've got a fairly good record at Ashton Gate mm -hmm. um, uh, for, for for wins there. But again, it, it was it all started with the scrum, wasn't it? Um, the first few scrums just absolutely dominated them. Scrum penalties. I'm just. And, I, do you know what? I'm really gutted for Frosty because I think he's brilliant. I think he's got a real edge about him. The referee warned him for being a bit sparky, and then he got that penalty when Chiefs were going for it towards the end of the um, second half. And I think that might have cost him a spot in the England squad. Which wait, let's move oh. off the field. No, it's not move squad off the field. Squad well, no. but, but, but they're going to they're going to merge into one because th this conversation now is we're going to talk about that game, but we're also going to talk about. I, I believe at the end of this week, England are going to announce their their wider training group. Who's yeah. going to make it? Who's been standing out? Who's been looking the part? 
could could you have like real peculiar ones like Josh Yosefa Scott, who is a born and raised Kiwi? I was going to say, yeah. Well, he's scrummaging. Or Ethan Roots. Well, they go exactly that. But, I mean, you know, there's, there's, I I think the back row's fairly nailed down with the people that he's got around there that have come back from fitness. Right. Um, but definitely the the front row. No, I mean, if uh, Sefer Scott, who's just I'm painter, paint, but I'm, Aaron Painter. They're they're incredibly big, strong men, and they could both very easily, on their scrummaging ability, there make it. Dan Frost, I'd love to see it. I mean, you messaged me on it. I've got some amazing. I was looking through them just now. You went, I love Frosty. He's just the next attritional hooker. He's just horrible. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just really aggressive, and he's yeah. he's he's got to rein it in just slightly, just the tiniest bit. Um, and then, then he's right top class because he's he's throwing good darts. He's he's so fast. Yes, he's unbelievably quick. Yeah, his mum um, was sat behind us for the Leicester game. I've met his dad a few times right. up in the uh, players' box. Yeah. Um, watched the game with him up there chatting away. And then I uh, I was uh, turned around. He went, "Oh, my son's out there." I was like, "Oh, it's your son, Dan Frost." I said, "I know Dad." And looked to the left, and there was Dad. Yeah. And she's this really nice, unassuming uh, lady there, and she's just got this angry son who gets on a pitch there and just wants to go and break people or yeah. just be attritional. Just or... wind people up. But yeah. then but he winds people up. But then he got wound up. Yes. Don't get wound up, Frosty. No, I think he's as good as Theo Dan, but Theo Dan's in the England squad and he's not. I think I think Frosty's quicker than him. Yes, which, you see kick chase and you go, well, I can spot two backs. And then who's that next to the backs? Bloody hell, it's Frosty. Yeah. He is quick. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Throws himself about. It's very Neil Clark esque in his anger though, which we like. And Chrissy Whitehead, but anyone yes. that played hooker for the Chiefs, they're all angry. Anyone, that, well, hookers are just angry people. Simon Jenkins wasn't angry. No, he was lovely though. I love James. I'm so excited. We've got past players in um, just over a week, and there's 150 odd guys turning up, and I'm really excited. I said to Jay, I keep putting um, the gif of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito because I'm saying Simon Jenks. I said, Jenks, your brother Daffy's so much better than you. <laughs> <laughs> he's got. Oh, yeah. He's just to refer to him as our kid. All Welsh warriors. Yeah, yeah. Our latest shopping ground. I know. I know. So yeah. So Faye Waboso is he going to? Uh, he, he's from Cardiff, born he's and bred. He's in Wales. He's got to play, but he can't at the moment, can he? Because no, I think he can because he's not. Been, if you've been picked for Wales and you leave Wales, you can't go back. Right. If you haven't been picked for Wales, they can pick you while you're not in Wales. Oh, okay. But then, and then it's just all about being cute with the contract extensions. So like they did with Thomas Francis, if he'd have signed a new contract at Chiefs, he would then have been ineligible to play for Wales. But because he kept extending his contract for like five years, they kept him. Right, got it. It was all being it was all being a little bit cute, but it's just it's just how the the mechanics of it works, and it's all it's all ridiculous. Um, the whole international thing, and, and England are going to have their own challenge in the next few years because of the Premiership. Although the salary cap is going up, the, the French are just going through the roof, and you're going to hemorrhage players over to France. My personal opinion is let's stay strong, keep the English talent in England, and, yeah. and if they go abroad, that's it. Yeah, I mean, the central contracts are trying to do that, aren't they? Anthony Watson's obviously the first one for Leicester, and we don't know the others yet, but they'll be coming well, there's out. there's whispers of Atoji and George at Saracens. Yeah, yeah, to, to keep them in there. But, but just such bad management from England rugby. Why would you announce that there's two guys from Saracens getting it who are already known for, for breaching the salary cap? Why not wait and then say, right, these are the protected players across all of the clubs? Oh, I don't know. You 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 you, you just can't tell anything with the RFU, can you? They're, they're already going all wrong with um, uh, championship. Yeah, the championship and oh, them mate, all, I, all kicking I, off. And... My best received tweet of the year was, was uh, Coventry said, "Are you watching this, Bill Sweeney?" When they had a big big, att- a big attendance, uh, and I just retweeted and went, oh, "Outright descent, love it, Bravo, Carl." <laughs> and there was like ten thousand views. Like, yeah, get oh, on. He's not not the most liked man at the moment, is he? No, no. 
Well, I, I'm a championship campaign. I played a lot of my rugby in the championship. I think it's a cracking league. Um, I think that it, it, if it got anywhere near the level of support that the Premiership gets, it could really thrive and become a, 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 a much better base to the English rugby elite pyramid. Wow. There yeah. we go. Throwing it out there. Two locks and a cox. From Devon's Radio X with Exeter Chiefs. Don't miss the match against Glasgow Warriors in the Champions Cup on Saturday the 13th of January. Book your tickets today at tickethub.exeterchiefs.co.uk So are we done with the Leicester game? Have we done that one and we done with the Bears game? I think so. Well, I mean, we can go on about oh. it, but I don't want Coxie ringing me up shouting at me, so I'm happy. Telling us off, yeah, yeah. I know. But it's, it, it, it's, you know, it, it, it's hard not to want to go on about them when they were such amazing results. Well, I was, so I was at Sandy Park yesterday and I was at an event and it just so happened that I, I walked past Tony Rowe and I said, Tony, like this is this is ahead of the plan, surely. And he went, well, oh. um, and he, he was he was he was quite pleased at how fast things are coming on. And 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 the the the, the thing for me is when you look at this Chiefs team now, you've got you've got a couple of campaigners. You've got Yendel, you've got Woodburn, you've got Slade. There's a few others who've been in the environment for a while. But the critical mass now are just young berserkers that know no fear, and and because they've got the, the few lads that have done it around them. They're just unbelievable, and and there isn't that cynicism of our. We'll take the losing bonus point. They're just going for games. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah, they do not care. And and, you know, nine points down with five minutes left against Munster, we're going to win this, and they did. Yeah, Um, and they've got the clutch players in Slady and what have you that'll do the bits, and it's just phenomenal. And 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 very much like the Chiefs of old as well with the Borg mentality. Scotty Seo gets injured. Well, Alec Hepburn's now just come out the slips. Who's an England international? So. We've got, you know, we've got Ollie Devoto. Yeah, Devo. And but, what about Zach Wimbush, who's like mate, ginormous? I think Zach Wimbush is massive. And then you know, Chris, that's Joe Hawkins. Went, well, Joe Hawkins is massive. Zach Wimbush is even bigger. <laughs> Which he is. He is, yeah. Six foot six in, in the centres. That's ridiculous. Poor lad dropped dropped his first ball, didn't he? And the back was like, oh. Yeah, but, but man- and, management obviously backed him. I, I, yes. I might have seen um, them do the captain's walkthrough yesterday from the pitch of Sandy Park. And I know that, that Wimbush is still in the team, so. Which is good. He's got to be in there, yeah, six six centre and but Devo's six four and yeah, great player. Love to see him back with that horrible hip injury. Mm. Same as Andy Murray's apparently. Is it? Well so someone said somewhere, I can't remember what it was. Oh okay. So so let's look at the England squad. Who do you think from Chiefs realistically has got a chance of getting picked for England? Henry Slade's got to be in there, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's going back in. Ha- yeah, it has to be. Um, it's a wider training squad, so so we can we're gonna have a bit of a one eyed slant on this, but who, who do you think could be in the mix? I'm thinking Tuim has got a good chance. Do you? Yeah, I think I think he's a big power lock, and I think England have got their their starting team, but I think it would be nice for Tuima to have the experience of being in the international setup. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I don't know whether again they they're fairly set in with with their okay, aren't they? With Martin and Chesham and yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's not going to make the starting team. No, but I think they might say right. Let's put him in the environment and let him have a run around. Do you think that uh, Hammersley is seen as being Jack Nowell esque? And has a place there. I think, I think yes, but I think that also we're in the age of the media, and you sort of you get you get a you get a gist from what's being written in the papers and what have you, and no one's really written him up yet. And I, I think that he's a superstar. I think Tommy Wyatt's special as well, but I, I think Tommy Wyatt unfortunately is going to be destined to be an extra Chiefs stalwart, and he's going to play a lot of Chiefs rugby. I think Hammersley he's picked up a knock at the moment, though, isn't he? Because they 
the he didn't play in the. I think he's back this week. Is he back this yeah, week? I think I think it was more rotation than. Was that. it okay? Yeah, because yeah, that's how Faye will also got back in. Yeah. Because Hammersley went to fullback. Yeah. And well, then Hammersley, he, he, got on, he got onto the wing. If you go to his website. He's a fullback. Is he? So he oh, okay. Yeah. But then the Nolsey Nolsey played all of his rugby as a fullback, ended yeah. up as a winger, and Anthony yeah. Watson, who's his best mate, was always a, a winger, ended up as a fullback or whatever. Strange, isn't it? Mm. I think they said that in the commentary in the Leicester game. Actually, all four wingers for Leicester and Bath were all fullbacks. Yeah. Uh, Mike Brown played on the on the wing for Leicester. He's still he? going fair play. I know. I, do you know what? I always used to hate Mike Brown. I played against him a few times, but but it just horrible niggly bloke. But actually, when you hear him talk, he's a nice fella. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it on the pitch, off the pitch routine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I fell out with Davy Lewis about that once. Did you? Yeah, we did a piece about how it was so difficult. I was like, mate, why are you saying it's so difficult, Mike Brown? Um, you, you, you know, you, you're earning loads of money, blah blah blah. And David Lewis, you don't understand anything. It's like, all right, mate, calm down. I'm just saying, like, for for, for certain guys, I, I think that he's he's giving it first world problems. Oh, it's fine. I genuinely don't care. Like, as I'm attritional on social media, I do not care what anyone thinks about me mm. in the slightest. No, if I've you, noticed that. If you've got a high enough opinion of yourself, it really doesn't matter what other people think. <laughs> We've been quite dry today. Have you noticed we've been quite dry today? <laughs> is that because you're quite poorly and I've we're got, talking about the rugby? It's because I've got a little bit of a cold and I'm not feeling maybe quite as chopsy. Did you, did you play the Boxing Day game now? No, because I was ill. Honestly, did I you know. go down? Did you, no, have you just stayed away from everything? I've just stayed away I'm from... looking at you and see your feet. Like, uh, yeah. When I came in, I was going to give you a, a New Year's handshake and you wanted a big cut. I needed, so I like, I needed a hug. That's why I didn't go for the handshake. I went yeah, for you the were hug. straight beyond it. needed you? a bit of, yeah, exactly. Bit, bit me up. It'll be oh, all right. Mate. I'll get over have it. Have you got seasonal affective disorder? I think I possibly have done, yeah. I got up this morning and I was like, oh, wow, I'm not so sure about this. It's a bit crap, isn't it, the weather? Yeah, I didn't drink for five days over that break. Seriously? Yeah, that's how... Oh, no, I did, I lied. I had um, some slow gin, because I thought that was medicine, because it's got sugar and gin and good stuff in it. Uh, um, did help me sleep for a little bit, but yeah, apart from that. Did you know, if you go shooting and you have slow gin with champagne, it's called a slowgasm? It is. Yeah, I was, I was introduced to that last year. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> I'd never known that. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then you drop it into conversation with your shooty friends. Do like, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't got shooty friends. I've got all of the shooty gear but a gun. I, I know. I've got, I've got and a long, long may that last. I've got a barber jacket. I've got everything. I know you've got it all. I lent it to you once. I can look the part. I know. And then I went and bought it all. And then you bought it all, yeah. So I, if, if there's ever a dress up as, as shooters, from I can your, do it. From our friend Abu at Sportsman. Yeah. Other gun shops are available. That's a true fact of life. That's a true fact of life. Uh, well, so, so anyone else in the Bolters? Um, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm going with I'm going with Aaron Painter, Russ Tuima, Henry Slade. Oh, I don't know. Are we going to see anyone else from Chiefs? Oh, I don't. I don't know whether because they're young and they're playing well with each other. Yeah. If they're ready to slot into an England team, and Borthwick's very, very. Um, drills on on discipline and things, isn't he? As in, he he, he doesn't do anything very exciting. Mm. He just he, he works on systems and all of that side yeah. of things. So, yeah, but that's the, that's the point. You might bring a few lads in because they're young, just to be, become part of that system. I'd like him to surprise us, but I don't think so. His okay. team, I think, still is going to be picked mainly from Saracens and Leicester. Leicester. Okay, Chiefs are second in the league, and then obviously there's the Northampton game this weekend. Yes, first v second. It's going to be that's that's a, this is a big game for Chiefs. Isn't it? Well, Every I, I, game's a big game, but this I, one is going to be. I big. think my, my feeling was this year transition. We'll just be happy with what we got, and then suddenly the pennies just dropped. Yeah, and they're just winning games, and, you, and now Saints, Saints are coming to Chiefs, and it should be, provided the weather can ease off a bit, a really entertaining game. Although technically, if the weather stays crap, Chiefs win by loads. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, because of the way that we scrimmage. Oh, I, I've you annoyed me because you're going on about mauling and I tried defending it and now I've watched some more mauls in the games that have happened recently can't defend it it's just rubbish isn't it just isn't it just, just bodies swimming around everywhere yeah yeah 
all the teams do it. And, yeah. I, and I, it just it just, just it wrapping around right me. next to so they they go oh the refs that side I've got an assistant referee behind me yeah. and they just let it get away with it. Yeah. It it should be from the from the from the midpoint of the mall. You can't you go can't that. It's no a, you've got to. It's meant to be a pushing con. But yes. so so right. You've got me. I'm, I'm into this now. Oh. I'm into this. So everyone's going on about changing the laws and what have you. And there's a brilliant piece from Michael Ornwin um, in The Guardian. Um, you should look it up. He's going up how rugby union now is better than it's ever been. And he's absolutely right. Rugby union now is better than it's ever been for a spectator. Rugby union used to be a player's game. And now it's becoming a spectator's game. And they're trying to make it so that it's really nice for people to watch. But necessarily for those that play, certainly down the levels, it's not as good because the ball's in play more. And, and Mick Hogan, who used to be the chief exec at Newcastle Falcons, has said, you know, it's it's magnificent and it's great for, for, for the viewer. We've got this more ball in play. There's less set piece. There's more contacts and what have you. But for players, it means the barrier entry is suddenly a lot harder because... There's a lot more attrition. There's a lot more injury. You've got to have bigger squads. Well, to carry a bigger squad, you've got to keep, especially down the levels in community rugby. That's difficult because the guys go. And I was, I was at an event. I've mentioned it at Sandy Park yesterday a few times now. There was a chap, and I said, "Bloody hell, you look like a rugby player." He says, "Yeah, I was, but I stopped playing because of my job. I can't risk getting injured. Um, and if I get injured, I can't do my job. And I was I, playing amateur rugby. I hope you I called him a wet wipe. No, I didn't. No. You should have done. No, you should have called him out on that. He had a poorly knee. No, I get it. Because if, oh. if you're if you're working in a proper attritional job, you can't risk going in with knocks and bangs. And rugby. Yeah, but then you wouldn't do anything in life if it wasn't that. No, I'm no. not having that. Okay. At the top level, I agree with you. It is becoming a spectacle for it, and I think that's partly where the people who support rugby don't understand, uh, which is why they slate these referees because they're not just refereeing of laws they're conductors to put on a spectacle for people to watch yeah but i think this is the point is at the elite level now the game is being is being driven by legislation laws because we're lawmaking to make it more of a visible spectacle than perhaps it's is enjoyable to play and so, you, so you, the players have to go through the motions and chiefs are so well coached we're going to do this 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 we're going to do our long box kick because that's the only thing we can do whereas previously you'd have all sorts of strange things going on yeah, yeah, and we haven't talked, or it's not really been a huge part of the lower leagues with the tackle height, which we talked in depth about in the early pods before the season started. Yeah, but I think a lot of referees are just sort of let it roll, and because they can't referee it properly. I, 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 and the other point, and I'm, I'm outspoken on this one as well, is what if we're genuinely trying to make rugby safer, play less rugby. That's the only way you can make rugby less, or, or totally rip up the game as, as to what it is and play a different game. And, and say rugby union is no more because you can't have rugby union without without danger. You yeah, because Max Lahiv's have... new scrummaging cap was yeah. a bit odd, wasn't it? Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Well, the, 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 one of the it, big things it, is... It meant he couldn't scrummage. I mean, I don't know if that was the scrum cap or who he was against. <laughs> <laughs> he had a hard time with that, didn't he? Didn't he just, yeah. Oh. And, yeah. Then it, and that's what we love now is the... Uh, yeah, but Max Lahiv, too much weight, not enough flexibility. Yeah, and then you bring on the bench, you're like, oh my word, there's another Yeti there. But that, but on the flip, that scrum cap could be one of the saviours for a reunion because lots of parents will go, oh, if I can put one of these scrum caps on my child... It protects them. It, it protects them and it also monitors their head knocks and what have you so we know if they are hurt we can remove them from uh, and that's the key it's those things still we still don't see it a um uh, a bit of plays deemed illegal or dangerous there's an obvious headshot that player doesn't go off for an hia oh uh, yeah another uh, exactly that if a player goes down injured you're off the field that's full it full stop yeah no because again if we're serious about head knocks that's what you have to do if in doubt take them out at every level so, so is that your new no, I've, seen, to, I've seen a lot of people say that but if in no, doubt but, but, take him out but my attitude is if you are serious about head knocks that is what you must do 
Yeah. So there's no there's no equivocation on that. If a player goes down and he holds his head in any or he or she sorry holds their head in any capacity, you must remove them from the field and let them have a HI. And if you don't have the facility for HI, they must be removed from the field and not play again that game. If we're serious about head knocks at the moment, there's so much performative stuff going on and it isn't real. No. And yes, I'm 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 hitting my fist on the table. You can see. The, he's banging I get, the desk. So, I get so upset you about do. all the virtuous people going. Oh, we're going to make a change. No, if you're genuinely serious, that's what you have to do. If not, crack on. No, I'm I'm more of the. You know what? Let's play rugby. Yeah. Which which a lot of people don't like. Unlike but, the guy that you met who doesn't stop playing rugby because he doesn't want to get injured. Yeah. But 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 on the flip, you know, the risk is the reward. Yeah, of course if, it if is. Not for it. Don't play it. No, exactly that. Okay, so let's move into the, in the bin. In the bin. Um, I want to look at the jackal. Really. Uh, what, the film? No, no, that's with Bruce Willis, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> there is a Bruce Willis film. Oh, there's probably a remake, he's a, yeah. He's a hitman. So, The Jackal, yeah, well, that's, that's the book. Jackal's in a ruck. Right. What do you want to talk about it for? I want to talk about Jackal's in a ruck. I think, they, I think we need to get rid of him. You think... Hang on, it's a lost art anyway, and it's not It's not very big. Although, I will say... I think I, think I saw there was Dan, a chat... The Dan Thomas um, Bristol Bears, because he seemed to me pretty much the only player that slowed and destroyed almost every single Chiefs there is, fastball. There is, there, is, there is a dark art of slowing down the ball, but I think the Jackal now is becoming too much of a lottery, and, and there was a decision made by Christoph Ridley in favour of the Chiefs in the last couple of minutes the I can't even tell you his name. The Bristol hooker got over the ball. I thought he had a perfect pilfer, and he didn't let it go. And then he got blasted away, and Chiefs went in and scored. Because he had his hands on the ground first. But then he should have been penalised. He didn't. He just let it go. Because the ball came back. So rather than blow the whistle, the ball's ended oh, no up on the right effect. side. No material effect. So you play on. Otherwise, you're whistling penalty doing again, all of that. I thought he was straight on the ball. So a lot of the decisions are, are like that. That actually, as long as the ball ends up on the right side and it should be just there, crack on. just crack on rather than yeah. blowing a whistle and doing something else. Because you don't actually really know what's happened. Mm. The outcome is the correct thing. But, but the jackal is creating. There was a, there was a game in Ireland and some blokes had his knee just totally ruined because uh, someone's gone in a bit low, smashed him through the knee. Once once someone as a jackal gets their hands on the ball, there's nothing you can do legally to remove them from the ball. At, in law I think your head at no time should be lower than your hips now that's the bit of law that we need to bring in uh, then how do you jackal you don't you can't and this is the point I, I you, think you can jackal upright with a, with a nice but strong pyramid but, then, but you can't do any leaning you, over right, time if, if your head is above your hips you are easy to clear someone can get underneath you and lift yeah. you up what we see with these modern day jackals is their head's on the ball you cannot shift that person and then the only way you can shift them is in, in legal or nefarious ways. So people get these horrible compound injuries of knees and necks and what have you. Yeah, Neck when you crocodile roll, roll someone. Crocodile roll or you, you smash them in the knee because you can't remove them. Well, if we refereed the head above hips, and I, I, we probably need to save this one, but hopefully I'm doing this, Coxie's listening. Coxie, yes. we need to sort this out. Let's sort it out. Crocodile roll is good, though. It's really You're not going to be contrarian. I wanted you to be contrarian. So I can't be a contrarian on it. You agree with me, don't you? I do, unfortunately. The, the, I'd love to disagree with you. But a, a ruck should be a contest of, of attendance. So if you want to win a ruck, you have to put a lot more people into it. I'm trying harder to be nice as well. My, my wife said sometimes she listens to the pod and sometimes I'm a bit mean to you. I don't mind that. Well, that's it's what I dynamic. said. I said he likes if, if people, it. If people look at the, this, what do we call it, the sleeve, Brad? Is it what's the cover? The cover for this this week's cup? We're gonna have a po- photo of Ian and I from twenty years ago <laughs> when we went to Exmouth, fancy dress. <laughs> yeah. And um, you were a pilot, and I was I a was. basketball player. I was. Yeah. Brad's now loading it up just to look at. I think. It, yeah. So like, our, our relationship needs this. You know. This. this yeah. If we were just friendly to each other, you did that being friendly to me once, and I really couldn't handle it. No, I know it's much easier, isn't it? I didn't know what to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, I won't be nice to you, but I still agree with you on the ruck. Yeah, I think that's well. If, if you're agreeing with me, I, I haven't got much else to say. I'm looking at time. This is going to be a quick pod. Good pods a quick pod. Well, it is a quick pod. We have not, no local rugby really happened. No. Had some great Boxing Day games. 
Yeah, go on. Then you, um, um, see my body just gave up in the end and, and every time I played I got hurt and um, I had to stop because it was like I, I didn't play in any but you know, there was a, I looked there was, at the boxing day there games, was one at like, oh, Exmouth and Simmouth had a great one yeah. um, uh, the old horse the, the dog Glenn Channing pulling things out the, uh, the, the magic bag that he somehow has um, uh, he's like Andy Good as a player though but Watch as a big fat lad, but he just got all the yeah, skills. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but it must be really embarrassing for the guys who, who have enjoyed their retirement and people come to me, bet you were a good prop in like nine yeah. or ten. <laughs> yeah. Whereas you look at the rugby league guys and they're still an absolutely incredible nick. Yeah. Well, the union guy's just gone fat. That's because mm. you cook and clap, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I'm, clapping. Still, I'm still doing all right. Wait, that, you are, yeah, but you're a different story about it. So right. I'll start my training sometime for when you're going to row me across the sea. Oh, God, yeah. And um, uh, yeah, so great game there. Um, Withercombe had a good game. Who did play? Is it, was it President's their, their 15 own, They played, yeah. And Topsham did. They played Saracens. Right. So extra Saracens versus Yeah, that was Topsham. a Vets game. I should have, I, I could have run out for yeah. that. That would so, have been a giggle. Because I'd, I'd, I'd have played a Veterans game that's a bit, yeah. but I, what I don't want to play is like dads and lads or youngsters because you're going to get some world champion prize fighters going to try and cause you a problem and you get hurt. And we've got uh, a lad who's down in Derryford at the moment had an unfortunate accident oh, no. after the part of the Christmas social after a game and fell down some stairs. He's in an induced coma at the moment. So on the Exmouth website, there's a, a GoFundMe for him. Oh, right. um, he's looking good. He's uh, they're, they're bringing him back slowly. Right. But uh, yeah, there's a GoFundMe to sort of help him out for that. Oh. He's only 22, 23. Oh, no. So, yeah. But uh, no, signs are, signs are looking good and uh, and all of that. But uh, yeah, that's where the rugby family really comes into it as a club. Yeah. They raise money for him at Withercombe mm-hmm. and they raise money for him at Exmouth. Right, okay. And, uh, and both that's on how the towards, day pay towards rehab and what have you? Towards all of that sort of stuff, yeah, exactly. So, so that's cool. Okay. Or not cool, but it's no. good. It's the rugby well, it's, family. It's good to see people doing Yeah, rugby family, hashtag rugby values. I know. It well, is though, isn't it? In the, we're strong in on the that community still. game, I think it works. Yes. But perhaps not, not up the levels. No. At the levels, it's now professional sport and, and it's win at all costs. Yeah, it, oh, well, exactly. God, man, I'm so upset about it today. Everyone, I'm sorry. Ian and I, we've been really doer today. Do you think we've been doer? Brad, have we been quite doer today? Yeah, well, that's great. You're not going to say anything. So Brad, Brad's the rugby we, guy. We had to re-record a few things because Brad said we couldn't get away with them, which I yeah, said on that, that did sort of pull you back a bit. Yeah, but I think Look, guys, everyone, it. it's episode 21. Well, 21. 21. So in four more episodes, if we make four more episodes, we're at 25 episodes, which makes us in the top 5% of podcasts because most don't make it 25 episodes. And we're Brilliant. getting there. If you want to be a part of Two Locks and the Cox, email brad at radiox.co.uk. Let's get some questions in from Brad. And, folk. yeah. Because we know there's thousands of you listening now, so don't be shy. We want some questions. Brad at radio. Subscribe, isn't it? Like, we're going to do that. Let's do. Oh yeah, let's do those things that they do. So yeah, subscribe to your wherever you're listening to it. If it's on Apple Music or Spotify, we'd like uh, step us up. Difference. It it does. Look, we're getting a few thousand plus regular listeners. We want to. We want to take this to the next level now. What the next level? The next level. Well, this might be it. Yeah. Yeah. So we leave it. I think we should call it. Sometimes when you're having a bad day, you just go. We're not having a bad day. I am. Seasonal affective disorders. Okay. It's early Jan, it's so grey and overcast. I oh, know, I might go and just stand under a bright light somewhere. Yeah, I, I took extra vitamin D today. There you go, that's what I need. Okay, alright. Cool. Right, that's it, checking out. Shazam. Two locks and a cox. From Devon's Radio X. With Exeter Chiefs. Don't miss the match against Glasgow Warriors in the Champions Cup on Saturday the 13th of January. Book your tickets today at tickethub.exeterchiefs.co.uk.